Hi, everybody. Welcome to Conversation from the Heart. My name is Dr. Teresa Gatling. My name is Pastor Alfonso Gatling. We're so excited that you took the opportunity to stop by and have a conversation from the heart with us. What we're going to be doing is sharing some of our personal experiences, some of the wisdom that we've picked up along the way over these 30 years of being married and raising four boys. And we hope that some of the things that we'll share in this conversation will help you along the way in your relationships. So let's get ready to share a conversation from the heart. Hello, hello, hello. It has been a little while since we've been together. Yes. This Hi. is Pastor Al. Hi, Dr. Teresa. And we are back, guys. Let me tell you, it has been a roller coaster ride. So many things have happened since the last time we had a conversation that has definitely made this conversation most important. We have been uh, affected both personally and professionally by this craziness that's going on in our nation called COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And I don't want to spend a whole lot of time telling you all of the details. Just know that we have been extremely stressed by it all. Stress. How do we handle the stress of all the stuff that's going on, being locked in at home, not being able to work, kids out of school, not sure if we've got enough money coming in, not sure what we're going to do. God forbid a loved one, a family member, somebody close to us has gotten sick and they're in the hospital and you can't go be with them and you can't reach out and touch them. And I tend to be a hugger now that I live here in McAllen where hugging seems to be like the national pastime. So we can't hug we can't touch you know you, you you're giving everybody the arms crossed to, you know crossed across your chest saying Wakanda forever you know to tell people how much you love them and how you feel about them things have been extremely different they have been nothing like what we're accustomed to nothing like what we are used to nothing like we want them and that produces all kinds of crazy mint, stress in our lives. So that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about how do you handle the stress of all that's going on around us? I think it's important that we come up with some strategies, have some conversation to make sure that we manage this time to the best of our, of our ability to be sure that we come out on the other side healthy and whole. Yeah, stress has a way of bringing out the worst in humans. We don't always respond in our most, um, the, the best way that, that sh we should. Uh, we respond more reactionary, more emotionally, because uh, let's face it, stress causes a lot of emotions. And right now with coronavirus and all that, we're afraid. People are afraid. They're afraid to, to get it. They're afraid if they get it, will they die? Maybe we've known many, many people who have. Um, but it, it, it happens that when we are together like that, and now that we have husbands, wives, children at home together, a lot of shelter in place orders have gone out. We're quarantined. We're not, we're, we're working from home. We're doing church from home. Um, we're doing school from home. A lot of things are happening. That's school all grades from, you know, preschool all the way up to college. 
it's changed our households. And as a result, there's been so many reports now of domestic violence increasing, uh, child abuse increasing, people you know, committing more suicides and depression and a lot of things that can Everything. definitely affect how we, how we live together as husband and wife. Marriages can definitely be affected and are infected, affected, sorry. Um, so we definitely want to talk now about what can we do to maybe keep that marriage healthy, um, keep our minds healthy so that we can get through this time and, and not be one of the statistics that, you know, quarantine divorce or quarantine uh, separation or quarantine abuse charges. Abuse charges. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, how do, how do we manage that? And so, you know, we, we've talked about it. Obviously we're going through this too. Right now um, we've been together and at home for a long time now. <laughs> so many days. But we work together anyways, generally, but you know, even though we work together, we both have separate things that we do at home. He does a lot of the outside home house stuff. And I do, I see a lot of patients. So I'm not at home seeing them except for the ones that I'm now doing through telehealth. But you know, it, it does create some situations. So let's talk a little bit about the strategies that we've kind of developed that's helped us and hopefully will help you if you are struggling with any of these issues. The first thing that, that we want to make sure that you do is that you maintain your religious commitments, activities, and systems, your, your, your time of worship, your time of prayer, your time of Bible study. Spend your time with God, both privately and corporately. One of the things that, that I like to do, and, and I'm not even sure how much my wife is, aware of it, you know, sometimes in the morning I'll roll over, you know, and, and just, you know, put my hand on her shoulder, on her back, and and that's my prayer time. So I try to make some connection with her, even though she may not be actively involved in the prayer, we're still touching and agreeing in prayer. So when I'm talking to God about whatever it is that I'm talking to God about for that morning, I'm, I'm doing it with a point of connection to my wife saying, we're in agreement that this is what we're asking you for. This is what we're looking for. So one of the things that, that, that helps us because the word of God is our anchor. It is our foundation. It's the one thing that we have that the scriptures are very clear will never change. It, it won't fail. It won't fall away. It won't turn its back on you. It won't be anything other than exactly what it is, a place to find hope, to find strength, to find answers, to find direction. So be be consistent, be intentional, be purposeful about getting your time both together and alone with God and in his word. Keep your, your worship music on, keep your, your spirits as much as you can with the, with the music upbeat and lively. So you, you want to make sure that you do that. You want to make sure that you don't forsake uh, spending time with God, that that's going to be vitally important. The first and foremost thing we have to do is remember that God is in control. He has a plan. His plan is still to prosper us, to make us the head and not the tail. All of those scriptures, you know, that we hear, you know, a thousand times, but they don't, they don't seem to apply when we hear them, but now they really do apply. God is absolutely on our side and he's really working this thing out for us, but we have to be intentional about meeting him every morning. You know, 
let me say this and then we'll move on. Adam and Eve met God every day at the same time in the same place. In the cool of the day, God would come down and talk with them about the activities of their day. What did you do today? What did you see today? What names did you give out today? What what happened with you, Adam, while you were walking here in the garden? So we want to be sure to do just that, to be consistent about establishing a time that God can count on us to be where we're supposed to be so that he can meet us there. So if that's, you know, at the side of your bed in the morning, if that's, you know, in the bathroom, in the shower, you know, before you get your day started, if that's at the side of your bed in the evening before you go to bed, make sure that you're consistent about meeting God at the time that you and he established as your time to be together. That's true. Now, my husband and I are both pastors of a uh, non-denominational church. And so we're, we're giving you our, our perspective. But, you know, even if you aren't in, involved in that religious um, sect system. and system, you know, but we're trying to tell you is that even if you're not and you are you're, you're something else, whatever it might be, still find that foundation within mm-hmm. your your religion, because it is what gives us our hope. And you don't want to lose hope in times like this, especially when it's so, so stressful and so many unknowns. Um, to look to, to, your, to your word, to, to begin to seek that higher power. So um, that's one thing. And we want to make sure we put that out there as the number one thing that marriages can do to kind of maintain husbands and wives stay and focused stay on focused God. on God, right? So the second thing we want to talk about is keeping some norm- normalcy in your life. Like, don't just start laying around and doing nothing. I have nothing to do. I'm not going to work. And so you barely get up. Don't take a shower. You know, don't brush your no. teeth till two o'clock no, in the afternoon. No, I mean, no. keep some normalcy. Wake yes. up. Get dressed, get washed. Well, maybe get washed before you get dressed. You want to still eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. You you want to keep some routines. Don't let it just, you know, get out of control because when things are out of control and chaotic around you, it tends to feed into that stress. And so we don't want to get more stress than we already have and and, and that we are. So that's one number one, no, number two thing that we could do is keep that normalcy going. The third thing that you want to do is you want to, you want to make sure that you keep some personal time, some me time. I need some me time. You want to make sure that you have some time where you're not up under each other, that you get away from each other. Now I do. I walk to the mailbox about 15 times a day. I'm really disappointed because my mailman just showed up you know, at 2.30 in the afternoon. But what happens is it gives me a few minutes to just have my own thoughts, to feel however I want to feel about me. The joy of the sun on my face, the cool breeze blowing through the trees. No, the hot breeze blowing through the trees because it's over 100 degrees all the time where I am. So, but you need that. You need some time for the things that you enjoy, for the things that, that you find important to be able to focus on those things solely. So you want to make sure that you have some time for you. That will also give you an opportunity to go and do something to then when you come back together to have something to talk about. Because that's what we typically do when we go to work. You go to work, you have your day at work and she has her day at work. And when you get home in the evening, you talk about how your day was. So you got to have some time where you're doing something and they're doing something that's different from the thing that you're doing. So you still have something in the cool of the day 
to talk about and say, this is what I did today. That's right. And in addition to that, you may want to take some time out for some personal growth. You know, listen to podcasts, read a book. Reading is my kind of de-stressor. I like to read. Um, so I, like I read a sleep. lot. Um, taking naps. That's another thing you can do. It's part of your me time. And it's very important that we do those things that help us grow, that give us time for relaxation. You know, maybe you want to join a, a Facebook group or um, do do something, maybe learn how to do art online, but do some things. There's so many things. There's dance classes. There's lots of things that's out there the that we are finding routine. that maybe we didn't know before the quarantine. So it has done some things for us to make us more um, apt to look at what's available online in, in, in enlarging our community. It's not just where we live. We can connect through the internet all over the world. So there's so many things that we can do to keep our, stimulate ourselves. And I think having that time for yourself gives you that opportunity, as my husband said, to kind of just relax and regenerate for you mm-hmm. without being up underneath each other. So mm-hmm. that's really important. The, the next, next thing is that you, sorry, the next thing <laughs> that, that we want you to do is we also want you as a, as a couple, as a family, as a household, to be intentional about learning or doing something new. You, you, wanna, you want to find something to engage your mind that challenges you, that stimulates you, that, that, that makes you have to think, that makes you have to work together, that makes you have to problem solve, that makes you have to you know, do something to, to take your mind off of the other things that your mind would be on. Like, you know, how are we gonna pay the bills? What we going, you know, cook for dinner, you know, how when we gonna get out of this, when will these kids go back to school? All of those kinds. So we want to do something fun. I think we put down here, you know, puzzles or or you know, find a new game, find a new hobby. Find, you know, my, my wife and I, we already cook, but we we you know started doing some stuff where we're cooking together, using more you know fresh vegetables, and so I end up being the you know cut up guy or the stir while I do something else guy, you know. But but it helps us to have something to focus on and to pay attention to that isn't the thing that's bringing us stress. So you've got to be intentional about that. Like you want to look for something that the two of you can have in common. Because now the next thing is, and this will help you long beyond this period of being, you know, locked in the house and all of that is one of the challenges of relationship is when the children are gone is what do you as husband and wife have in common. So this is a great opportunity to establish something that you will have in common that after the children are gone, you can still do together and it'll bring you joy. It'll make you happy. It'll 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 cause you to look forward to that time together as well. So you want to be intentional about doing something new. Learn something new. Take up a new hobby. Yeah, we should definitely do that. And if you do have children, you know, maybe you want to include things like hiking or bicycling or you can do that even without children. But um, but I know having children create a whole nother. Something to tie them out and send them to bed. <laughs> but it takes another level. It brings the stress level to another. And we'll probably talk about in the next podcast. Right now we're yes. concentrating on, on the husband and, and the wife. So the next thing we want to talk about, which I think is important, it just it came to us that it's something that we both do, um, especially when we start getting a little bit I won't say annoyed, but um, 
But annoyed. Annoyed. Yes. Frustrated. <laughs> with, with, aggravated. With one another. You know, for whatever reason. It's On each other's nerves. Yeah. Sometimes there's no real reason at all. You don't even know why you're frustrated, but you are. Is to take a mental break. Take a mental yes. break. Yes. Take a breath. Take some time. You know, take, take time in your head. Like, don't respond so quickly. Just take a breath. Yeah. And, you know, remind yourself maybe during those times or maybe even before then. Maybe during... You know, create a routine where you are reminding yourself about what you have to be grateful about. Um, I, I, I'm with a, I have a, a group of friends, a women uh, group that I, I attend once a month. And that has been something we've talked about a lot is having this mindset of gratefulness. That if you can add that into your life, you'll find that things will be a lot less stressful because you start to, to be thinking of the things that are positive. Because the more you think about something, the more it expands in your life. So if you think about negative, I don't have no money. Where are we going to get it? There's no food. There's, you know, this man is driving me crazy. My kids, I I just want to lock them in a room because I'm tired of hearing them. You know, whatever it is, all the negative things that, you know, like, I'm not going to do that. You know, that's crazy talk. You know, but it will expand. So instead, think about things that are positive. What are you grateful for? What do you have? Don't think about what you don't have, but what do you have? You know, do you still have your home? You know, are, maybe you didn't eat the dinner you wanted, but were you able to eat something? Yes. You know, do you have friends and family who love you and care about you? These are things to remind yourself about, you know, be grateful. Take that little mental break. Get rid of, you know, all of those things. I, I have a friend of mine. I Unfortunately, I don't know or can't remember it's very new the name of of her online workshop but it's about create her workshop is about creating morning routines just creating you know a a routine that that you can get your mind right and maybe that's that's very important especially when you've been quarantined like most of the world has been um, right now, we're all stuck together with our husbands, wives. You know, find that time. Maybe it's early morning. Maybe for you, it's late at night after some after everybody's gone to bed and gone to sleep. But to to find it, there are workshops all over online and things that you can get if you don't know how to do it. That will take you step by step. And maybe by the next podcast, I'll get that information and I'll put it out there um, for for where you can can look at it. But the name of her company is Cultivated Wellness. Uh, and if you look up Cultivated Wellness on um, Facebook, I'm sure that, that that would be there. But she's a life coach um, and health and wellness coach as well. And I think finding that type of routine and just giving yourself, changing your mindset, giving yourself a mental break um, can help anchor you and help create some foundation that, you know, even in the midst of all of the crazy that's going on around us, that you can find some focus. So I will definitely get that information for you later. So the next thing my husband's going to talk about is something very familiar. We've heard about it. Well, at least if you're in my age range, I heard about it a lot. Don't know how much they talk about it today, but the golden rule. The golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The, one of the challenges, one of the struggles in in, in being locked in and, and being at home and not being able to get out and, and not being able to socialize is that we become a little short-tempered, a little 
uh, hot under the collar. So what we want, what we want you to do is is to be intentional about the things that you say and the actions that you take, so that what you give out is what you can expect to return to you, what you can expect to get back. So if if you want your spouse to be understanding and to be patient, then you have to be understanding and patient. (laughs) If you want them to, you know, to speak to you in kind words and tones, then you have to speak to them in kind words and tones. We still have to remember to say yes, please, and thank you. thank you. Those those things make life much simpler, much better. Because, you know, when you snap and say, what? Then they're going to want to give you back the what. You don't want the what back. So if you say yes or okay, dear, <laughs> you might get that same kind of response, even when they are a little frustrated. They'll be reminded that, wait a minute, they talked to me in, in a good tone. I need to talk to them in a good tone. I, they did something for me. I need to do something for them. If you get up to get a glass of water, just ask them, hey, would you like a glass of water also? You get up to get a snack. Hey, would you like a snack also? Can I get something for you? Can I do something for you? You want your feet rubbed? You might want to rub their feet first. You know, you that kind of thing. It, it's about putting out what you want to get back so that you then have the environment that you want to be in. If, if you put out negative vibes, them negative vibes are coming right back. And that's not the environment that any of us want to be in. Not at all. And, and, and along those same lines, our, our next topic, uh, or I guess the topic, is to give leeway to people to have their frustration. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to keep everything Perfect. If you're one of those people who everything has a place and everything's got to be in its place, you know, that's difficult to do when we have this complete change. So as we are living in this world of change, um, we've got to pivot and shift that mind too. be willing to let some stuff go. If the jelly ain't put away the way it's supposed to be, don't get angry and start yelling about the jelly not away or your child or your husband or your wife maybe didn't put you know the clothes where they should be or you think they ought to be don't allow some of those little things to to get and because they're gonna happen they're going to happen and more so and you're going to be more attuned to it because you're here you're in your home all the time but you have to again take a breath Be careful with what you say with your words, but you got to learn to let some of it just go because in the, in the end, it's not really that important. Even though it's a source of frustration, you know, things are going to be frustrating right now. They just are. We're doing things differently and it's going to take time to create some other routines within our new routine. So you just have to be careful. Don't, don't get all messed up and stop getting angry over the little stuff. Save that for later, for some of the big stuff that might happen, because that usually is not. Listen, guys, the last thing that we want to share with you, and, and, and we're bringing this time together to a close, and, and I want you to hear me. If you are feeling completely overwhelmed, if you're feeling like things are not going well for you, if you're feeling any kind of feeling about hurting yourself, or you're in a situation where you're being physically or emotionally, mentally hurt by the people that are around you, 
please reach out to someone to get help. The uh, suicide prevention, or there are online mental health sites that can help you. Uh, if, if you are being physically abused, the abuse hotline, just dial 911 and say help. There's somebody there that can get you in touch with somebody that can provide services to you because the most important thing that we want is for you to be safe, for you to be healthy, for you to be whole, and for you to be as happy as you can be in the life that we're living. So if you're in a situation where you need some help, reach out to somebody, tell somebody, find the help that you need because we need you. We're, you're important to us. I want you to hear that. You are important to us. You're listening to our podcast. You're being a part of our audience is important. You have value. We see you as valuable. So reach out to somebody. Let's get the help that we need so that we can move forward. That is it for today. We hope that you all have got something from this. Um, let's just keep it, keep it real with one another and, and love one another. And don't forget, you married him for a reason. You married her for a reason. Maybe you need to remind yourself of those reasons, you know, in your quiet time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to get with you again. We will talk to you later. Have a great one. See you soon. Wow, what a great conversation. Listen, if you've heard something that you haven't implemented as yet, today is a great day to get started. We'd love to hear from you. So please reach out to us on Facebook. You can also drop us an email at our church website, which is mowcchurch.com. We're at Mount Olive Worship Center. And please subscribe to our podcast for future episodes where we'll talk more about relationship and conversation from the heart.